coming to you from the coffee ain't cutting it studios i'm about to switch to cocaine (laughs) it's the sons of honarchy podcast i am so tired it's wednesday night and the white Sox are playing and we're recording it's your boy steve-o at drunk shy Sox fan on twitter on the other end of the mic we got Hot take, hot Tommy, take Tommy, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and hot take Tommy. So, um, anyway, the the point, the problem is really that the Sox haven't closed out the Pittsburgh Pirates yet. Honestly, they're behind schedule. Apparently, not, they were supposed to us. win the game in an hour and a half for Tommy. Yeah, but. that's what we need. More of that. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, this episode we've got quite the random amalgamation of stuff, but we're gonna be playing a little. Would you rather? We're gonna be talking about pitch injuries we're gonna be talking about dfas and, and all that jazz and all that's brought to you by us so make sure you rate subscribe review see this is what happens like our agenda is so random because the white Sox. it's the beginning of september and we're up 10 mm-hmm. games do you yeah. expect this did you expect this at all no i well <laughs> i mean rewind rewind to the beginning of the season how many times have we done this like perspective everybody have a little perspective what did we think going into the season we thought that the minnesota dog fight we're gonna be right between. on our tails the whole time and it was gonna be a, a real tough division to win huh, no <laughs> this, this has been the most laughable division outside of us this team the twins have almost as many losses as we have wins this year that's so to put that into perspective that is so unbelievable 75 losses for them 77 wins for us so far dude like everything went wrong i like they were so good last year and literally everything went wrong how sorry not even last year like the last two years three years they've been real Mm -hmm. good and they just like are not they're not even like representative they're they're bad yeah last time i checked it was the bottom of the sixth or end of the sixth pardon me and the twins were getting one hit by the cubs oh jeez they're they're not very good unless valk mills is pitching because apparently who no (laughs) (laughs) hey alec mills with uh that high swing and miss rate that high whiff rate um no it's um it's a combination of Steele and Alzali tonight. Steele started, pitched five innings, three walks, and one hit. You know, hey, credit to um, Rick Ross on the managerial decision there. Rick Ross? <laughs> it's final. <laughs> the Twins were two hit over nine innings. <laughs> Again, credit to Ross for that because, like, I mean, I wouldn't have piggybacked Edward Alzali onto Steel, but hey, shit, if it works, it works. It's also the Minnesota fucking twins, and they are terrible so this bad. year. So Awful. Bad. Remember when we were really scared that they picked up Andrelton Simmons? Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, they're going to really shore it up. And, you know, yeah. he, might, he might be decent at the plate at best, but, you but know, he's going to be defense, so good defensively. Yeah. They've got bats galore yeah no i think i said something along the lines of it's gonna be impossible to get a hit in the middle of the field because andrelton and byron buxton are playing defense there and it's like it doesn't matter not it that does not matter <laughs> they're so bad that that does not factor yeah, and their run byron production is their never bullpen. healthy and the poor guy i mean we've said it a million times he'd be mvp caliber if he was just on the field here's the deal I should. We should have saw the writing on the wall when they signed J.A. Happ. Dude, you're not wrong. You're. Yep. You're not wrong. We we laughed at it. We definitely laughed at it. But like we, I don't think anybody expected them to be this. No, no one. No one expected them to be this bad. You cannot. Like you're right. There were signs, like small signs here and there, but they were winning so many games. Yeah, they were good. They were the Bomba Squad. Remember that. Oh god, that's so gross. I <laughs> I hate dumb nicknames for teams. I really do. I mean, it would have stuck if they won that division series against the at, Yanks. At least like hashtag change the game is kind of cool, especially with the squad that we have that yeah. goes out on the field and all our young guys that you know really carry the weight and <clears throat> you know, putting a, a new face 
especially even Tim Anderson. You know, like he has that that fresh face for Major League yeah. Baseball. Yeah. But like Bomba Squad and and hashtag We Are Good. Remember that one for the Cubs back in 2015 and 16? Their hashtag oh. was We Are Good. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> I forgot about dumb. that. Well, I think that was by I think that was when obvious shirts started like for the first time and they got a lot of popularity. Uh-huh. So I, I like obvious shirts. So I don't want to dumpster them too bad. But I I mean, that's not a great that's not a great slogan, I would say. Now, to explain to the older listeners that may be listening to our podcast, which is going to lead me into my bone to pick in a, in a second. But <laughs> obvious shirts are the ones that it's like. Baseball needs more Tim Anderson's period, yeah, right? That's that's it's their, just words yeah. on T-shirt words on shirts, I think, is their slogan. There you go. I didn't realize that that was an actual brand like obvious T-shirts. Yeah, obvious shirts is a Chicago based brand. They started um, gaining a lot of popularity with the 2016 Cubs. They've got um, shirts for and, and gear for the Phillies as well. So they're like, they have a little bit of Philadelphia. They got um, white Sox stuff. stuff. Yeah. They've got and it's sold in the depot. Bears and um, Cubs and socks, like we just said. And a couple other random ones, though, I think maybe right. Pittsburgh or something. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, cool. but they're they're growing in their Chicago based brand. No free ads. What the hell is going on I was on about here? to tell you. I was literally about to cut you off and say no free ads. So way to catch yourself. Um, I'm proud of you. You're, you're actually paying attention to the words that are coming out of your mouth today. Well, everything's free from us anyway. So rate, subscribe, well, review. <laughs> it is your favorite four-star podcast. So, hey, let's hop into to a little like recap of how the Sox have been since we last got on the microphone, Tom. Yeah. Um, we got on. Saturday before the Sox played the Cubs. Yeah. And that Saturday game was not fun. Luckily, I was at a bar and was barely paying attention to it. Uh, but that Mills was not is fun. God. Do we think Lance Lynn like actually is like really hurt? That's going to be my real question. Or okay. do you think that was like, a okay, Lance, your best stuff was not tonight. We're well, going to give you a nice little up, rest. Hold up, hold up on this because I think, I think it's just rest. First of all, like, let's get Mm -hmm. that clear. I think he's just pitched, you know, 200 innings his entire life and Mm -hmm. might need a little breather because he's literally pitching lights out his whole life and just fastballs. And yeah, no, he, he needs a break is that's it. Um, he, he probably does have right knee inflammation. I mean, shit, but you, this yeah. is going to feed into your bone to pick later. First or is it, or, dad, or is it like, or is it like cankles for knees? Is that what Lance Lynn has? See, again, this is going to feed straight into your bone to pick. My dad, <laughs> as soon as like, this is, this is what makes me so mad is he's so pessimistic. I mean, he's been a Sox fan for so long and obviously you're going to ve- develop a little bit of pessimism when the team's as bad as it's been for as long as it's been with only small stints of, of goodness in between. Right. He, as soon as that game ends, you know, his immediate thought is Lance Lynn. The reason why he didn't perform is because he's too fat. Because he's out Are you for real? He I went swear there. to God. He said he's all oh, guys out of shape. Wow. And I'm like, he's in Cy Young conversation strongly. I mean, less like. I have a front runner now, but he was literally front runner of the Cy Young conversation. My dad's like out of shape. One bad start. The last three seasons, this guy, I'm taking his numbers from 2019 to 2021. Okay. The guy's been nuts. He's so good. He's just so good. ERA of 326 over those three years well i guess two and a half years because 60 game season right Mm, sample size that's bogus 428 innings pitched (laughs) oh jeez yeah he has a home run rate just above one per nine is a walk rate of 2.6 per nine strikeout rate above 10 (laughs) fip at 343 which means he's not really that lucky in comparison to a 326 era the the guy's been nuts. The guy is one of the he's best pitchers so in Major good. League Baseball. He's he yeah. He's just very good. He's elite. He is top tier. Yes, but he's out of shape. 
So, oh, come on, Keith. All right, I, Keith. I told I, Keith. <laughs> hot, hot take, Keith. <laughs> I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick. Here we go. So, Tom, most recently, one, one of your most recent Twitter posts. <laughs> Actually, was it your most recent Twitter post? It was yesterday's, probably. Yeah. It was yesterday. Your dad was talking about one La Pantera in the outfield and nothing bad about him. No, he was nothing very, bad about he was very excited. But he referred to him as Luis Roberts. <laughs> he actually he didn't like, say Luis. He was just, oh, he didn't even say Luis. That's see, the thing. He said Roberts. Roberts. <laughs> like what? The white, have the White Sox even had a Roberts play for them in the last decade? Uh, Robert's son. Robert's son. That is true. Son of Roberts. <laughs> um, he said Roberts, the, the actual text is Roberts laid out in a dive to catch a line drive to center. We got a guy there. Which is a great, it's a great text. But that, that. One... I love that he said we got a guy there. I, I Again, objectively, <laughs> yes. great text. That's probably the most Chicago text. That has ever been sent. It's true. Roberts, I can hear it. You I can hear it in your dad's Chicago accent. We got a guy there. <laughs> but it's like you throw an S unnecessarily onto the end of somebody's name. Roberts. And then we like got the a jewels. guy there. You know, he probably goes yeah. and shops at the jewels at the, on, during the weekend too, right? <laughs> it's just so funny to me. I like, anyway, I'm interrupting your bone to pick. I'm, I apologize. No, you're allowed to bone to pick <laughs> is fine. We don't interrupt Minoso minutes, remember? You're so not wrong. But you're Roberts, wrong. man, like I this know. isn't Brian Roberts. This is Luis Robert. <laughs> Come on he, now. He did not roll the R in his text message. That's, I, true. that's At least I didn't read it as such. That play was amazing, though, by the way. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was all over it. I, I watched the I caught a highlight. I caught a highlight. Um, so but, it's a quick, quick bone to pick there. But all that being said, come on, Keith, especially yeah. after hearing that Lance Lynn comment. Come on, Keith. Hey, I will take Roberts. I will take people calling him Roberts over Lou Bob every day of the week. You know, Lou Bob's just kind of a meme. No, it's just it's. Mm, I, I know mm, I know it's cringy to you it's so but... cringy to me it's so cringy to me because it's like oh you you don't have the time to learn how to say Luis Robert you can't do that you can't like try to like at least or at least pretend just be like Luis Robert like that's that's I would literally rather you say Luis Robert or Roberts than Lou Bob you don't have a lot a lot of a lot of people say it as a joke mm -hmm. that's the thing like they say it as like a cringy joke like as a meme I don't know man I don't know. Don't don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like it. He's got a great nickname, too. Let's just call him by his other nickname. That's a hell of a lot better. La Pantera. I love it. You don't even have to say it like that. La Pantera. It's great. It's great. Also, since I said this already, we are recording during the game, unfortunately. Gavin Sheets just went yard again. You're kidding me. Okay, let's get to that. Let's get to that next part of the conversation then. This is a perfect transition. Yes. Um, so J Clam. May so that's J dot Clam, like yeah. J. Cole, J. Cole, yeah. J. J. Clam. <laughs> J. Clam. R.I.P. I. P. Um, and rest in peace and pieces. Um, yeah, no, we uh I actually like there were some great moments in there. Like he always gave us a quality at bat. But I think, you know, and I actually was thinking about having the conversation on here of was that the right call? And I don't think there's any question anymore. <laughs> yeah. If Gavin Sheets is going to ball. The Gavin Sheets was like, you put me down in that shitty ass Charlotte AAA and I was not having fun. You better keep me up here now. I'll say this. Jake <laughs> Lamb had a great at bat song and that was about it. Oh, come on. He, he had, had an, a lot of he had, good he had at an, bats. He had, an, he, had an, he had an what? He had a lot of good at bats. Oh, no, you no, know, no. And that's the thing. The I would say, hold on. Well, yes. All I'm saying is over the last, I don't know, month and a half, two months, the only thing Jake Lamb has been good for basically is his at bat song, <laughs> which uh, is an ASAP Ferg song. Yeah. I can't tell you which one off the top of my head, but it's a great song. Um, great choice. 
All that being said, Jake Lamb cooled off terribly um, yeah, after the did. break. Big time. Like, it wasn't even close. Well, he he had that injury, remember? So, you know, that could be involved or hampering. But I think what's what's really, like, thinking of for Jake, Jake Lamb, right? Thinking of for him, like, the benefit of this season is that he's shown what he can do. Somebody else is going to pick him up. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. I really don't think so. Well, you know what? There's going to be a team that's going to be like, okay, 40-man roster expanding. We're going to need to add somebody to take some at-bats. Yeah. Um, well, Like I'm not a, even... a team that doesn't have a deep farm system. I'm not even necessarily talking about this year. He might not end up on a September roster, but next year there's going to be a team trying to fill out the 40-man like you're saying now, and he's going to be invited to spring training somewhere. Maybe even here. Shit. You don't, you're not buying it. You're, you don't love it you, what, for the White Sox. Uh, no, I'm just saying like, uh, I'm happy for Jake Clam for the way that he played on the White Sox because he secured himself a, a, a job. That is job security. The way that he performed this year. I mean, it wasn't spectacular, especially after he fell off. I mean, everybody I, needs a guy that can play infield, play outfield, whatever, because he did. He showed that, too. Isn't that Leary legend? Together, everybody needs a Leary legend. Everybody needs a J. Cole. Clam, sorry, J. Clam. Um, <laughs> everybody I mean, needs he, him. He he was not awesome. Over no, the stretch. He wasn't awesome, but I think he's got job security moving forward. I think you know, mind you, I'm not a GM for good reason, but <laughs> I would have. Uh, some real bad choices made in the past, but I, Melky would still be on the team. That's all. I of course say. he would. Yes, of course he would. <laughs> He's like one of your favorite players of all time. So Melky, Melky Cabrera, man, he was fun to watch. You know, you know, I'm right. That guy was fun as hell to that, watch. I mean, he had some bright spots on, on some really, really bad teams. So doubles, baby doubles. All right. So back to the Gavin sheets conversation. Cause He's swinging tonight like he's here to stay. Oh, right? yeah, exactly. He didn't, He's not about to get sent back down. Two bombs. One three-run bomb to give the Sox an early 3 nothing lead, and then one right hey. here to give them a, a 6-3 cushion in the eighth inning. So, Tom, Gavin Sheets – I mean, you got outfield roulette right now. Gavin Sheets up right now. You've got Billy Hamilton doing a rehab stint in AAA right now. Yep. You've got Brian Goodwin, who has, you know, when people were like DFA him, you know, it's it's time, you know, he's going to fall off. He's come back. Yep. He's hitting solid. And especially I against was, right-handed pitching. My bad, first of all. that's That was on me. I was definitely pulling that trigger, sending Brian Goodwin packing way well, too early. You, I mean, my you, bad. Know, you know I'm hashtag Goodwin gang. I know you are. So. That's why I had to I had to get out here and say I I was wrong about Brian Goodwin. He is he's a baller. Right. And then Adam Engel, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, I mean, he's put up decent numbers this year, too. He put and decent just, numbers up in the postseason. More importantly, let's go. Don't come at me with sample size. That that is that is Adam Engel <laughs> in the postseason. So who's it going to be for you, Tom? Ah. <sighs> I mean, I'll take them all. I'll take them all. You can't. Yes, I can. What What the hell is Leary going to do for me? Oh, so there it is. <laughs> Everybody needs Jake Clam. Everybody needs a Leary legend, except for me. I don't need. <laughs> I'm just contradictions on contradictions on this podcast, and I love it. No, I um, I don't think that. I, I, again, remember, I'm going to go back to this because you ask me this every week, Steve, and I have the same response every week. I'm not a mathematician. I'm not going to be able to pull this off, but I know that Billy Hamilton is going to be on the roster. I know that Brian Goodwin is going to be on the roster. I know that Adam Engel is going to be on the roster. It's just going to happen. So somehow your your playoff roster has like 28 guys on it. Yeah, and uh, Gavin Sheets is going to be up here too. There we go. Balling out. Yeah. 
And so we got possi- Sebi. possibly you're you're sneaking twenty nine guys into roster. I want I want to know how you're gonna end up. How well, I'm, again, I'm not a mathematician. I don't know. I don't know how to do it, but somebody's gonna make it happen. So, <laughs> well, I think the better question then is let's kick it over to you. Who are you taking? Like, who are you knocking off the bandwagon here? Who is not getting a ticket? Billy. Dude, bro. Sorry. On. I hate to say it. Like, I know. Here's the thing. The, the feel good. If Adam Engel is healthy, there's no reason why Billy Hamilton should be on a playoff roster. You're going to take. I know he adds that spark. I know he's a, he, a guy that can steal bases and, and electrify the game. So. The problem is you shouldn't depend on stolen bases and him magically getting on base. No, that's not what. Like, no, he's not. You need guys that batting. are going to give you productive. He's not going to be. No, you don't, because you got enough of that. You don't need a replacement level. Uh, sorry, not replacement level. Slightly above. You've got like seven guys that are slightly above replacement level, right? Nobody has absolutely solidified themselves as a world beater in this group. I mean, Adam, so Eng- you're going to take. Adam Engel is Adam yes. Engel is okay. having having an average year defensively, and his I, weighted runs created plus is one thirty one on the year. Yeah, he's absolutely kicking butt at the plate, which is awesome. Now, small sample size, nonetheless, but okay. Still. So again, you're gonna take a lot of these guys that are like slightly above league average at the plates and say that you want that over Billy Hamilton. And mind you, he is not going to be good at the plate. He's probably not going to bat at all if it's my choice. But look, you don't need him to bat. You're so what not, if you're in a dog fight? No, Steve, against you're not an even, NL team. You're in not the World listening. Series. You're not listening to me because I'm not talking about him being at the plate at all. But what he does give you that none of the other guys can give you is that ability to steal bases and be a pinch runner and a defensive replacement late in the game. Like here's the, that's the problem with that. That's the this is the thing you're going to like you're going to have an you need to have somebody who can do something that the other guys can't because a lot of these guys are doing the same thing, just a little bit better than league average and a little bit of pop. That's what they're all doing. But the only Except one that's Billy Hamilton. Exactly. And he's the, the only one of that group that has elite speed. Adam Angle has elite speed. It's just he doesn't it's have not this... Billy Hamilton. Exactly, speed, though. But it's still exactly. upper echelon. Speed. And I'm not saying that Adam Angle's not going to be on the roster, but it's like, you know, Brian Goodwin and not not Jake Lamb anymore, but Brian Goodwin, Gavin Sheets, Andrew Vaughn. Mind you, Andrew Vaughn is is in a league of his own right now, but playing out of his mind. But like all Actually, those he's guys, not. he's cooled down significantly. And I'll pull up over the last over the last week, I'm assuming. Right. couple weeks. So. Point of it all being, though, Steve, like, look, th- there's only one guy on that list that has a skill that nobody else on that list has that you need objectively. This is a part of most world series winning teams. They have a speed burner. You got Terrence Gore. You got Trey Turner. You got like, uh, that's like such a short list. I'm sorry, but there's, there's like so many cases we've all seen it. You know, you need the guy in the postseason that you just like your DH gets on your, Jose Abreu gets on late. Like he has a great at bat in the eighth inning or whatever. And then you defensive replacement hit or you pinch run for him. And then you put, you know, somebody else on first later on. You worry about that when you worry about that, but you get the run in because Billy Hamilton. That's so hell. problematic thinking because here's the problem. You get to the world series and Billy Hamilton's going to have to take at least a couple at bats. Because maybe a starter can only get you through the fourth inning. How about we worry about the World Series when we get there? You know what I mean? Like, promise you set your playoff roster day one. I get it. That's fine. You can't do swaps. That's fine. But I need to get to the damn World Series before I plan for it. And that's one very small problem to deal with. Like Billy Hamilton taking two at-bats in the World Series 
is not going to be the end of the world. But not having somebody who can score first to home or steal a Adam bag Engel can do that. Again, I don't think that he doesn't belong. Adam Angle does is definitely not one of the guys that I am saying is on the cut list, but I think that it's silly of you that you always write off Billy Hamilton because I think he's the lock. Like I I do. I, I call me crazy. I think that Billy Hamilton is one of the locks. He is only if Angle is hurt. He is he's a lock if Angle is hurt. Lock for the postseason roster. All right. Ready for the hot take? Go. Romy Gonzalez. Bro. <laughs> he's playing great down there. So I've heard. I you're out of your damn mind. Double A, triple A this season, hitting 275, 357, 525. 23 yeah. homers in 335 oh, wow. at bats. That's the really white, good. The White Sox, honestly, if he replaces Leary Legend in particular, I'd be super happy because he can play anywhere on the field. I honestly think he could be more successful than Leary Legend as long as he gets to September at plate appearances what he's our he's our a rosa reina or something is that what you're saying maybe he comes out of nowhere you never know unless you call him up right yeah it's true it's true we're gonna need there's gonna be that's what's so exciting is now we're at the point of the season and mind you it's september baseball and we're way ahead in the standings we're not we're watching other races we're not watching a race of our own we're just counting down right so that's not inherently exciting, but what's exciting is now we get to point out and say, who's going to be the guy who's going to be that guy that we remember for whatever reason, you know, Rom- Romy Garcia, I guess. Right. <laughs> no, it's going to be, be good, baby. Good one gang all day. God damn. Um, well, Hey, I, I really wanted to talk about just a couple things outside of the white Sox before we get to the break and then do would you rathers before we get to the break. Yes. Give me two. This they're quick hitters, Steve. We don't have All to dwell. Right. We don't have there to we dwell. Go. You got two minutes. <laughs> okay. Well, here I go. John Smoltz. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> no longer with the MLB network, or at least uh, significantly st- uh, taken a lot of responsibilities away from him. Um, anyway, the reason for this is obviously because of what we brought up the other episode that we spoke about John Smoltz. It's that he thinks that David Fletcher is a top five, most entertaining. No, player. wasn't that his number one? <laughs> it was like, no, he was his, in his top five, most entertaining players in oh, MLB history. Oh, didn't rank him, but still. Yeah, he said barf. top five, David Fletcher. MLB history, it's David. No, he's not. That's not why he was taken off of the MLB network. It's because he won't get vaccinated. Because, you know, I'm looking at the comments uh, section on the New York Post sports. Uh, well, it's the Post. New York Post, so. But this comment is gold. <laughs> Remember when John Smoltz had Tommy John surgery and he became a lights out closer after it? He was willing to let a doctor cut into his arm and move ligaments around in an effort to save his career. Yet he won't allow a needle to be stuck in his arm to potentially save his life. Yo, yo, that's that's wild. That's good. That's good. That's absolutely insane. Um, yeah, it's not like mind you, as I've said, yeah. this guy, John Smoltz, is a, a certified bigot. Um, yeah, yeah. And much. on top of that, Al Whiter, or the uh, the other guy who MLB Network is is not allowing back because of not having his his Fauci ouchie. Um, (laughs) this is the same guy who was like, after the Tim Anderson bat flip in 2019 against Kansas Mm -hmm. city was like, was it him or D? Oh no. He, he was saying something about Tim, which was like something along the lines of how his bat flip was bad for baseball. And then DeRosa hopped on it too. And then he was like, if my son did that, we would get in the car. And Whiter was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So both these guys, <sighs> welcome. Yeah, we don't. The the sport does. That's the thing. Like, I think when it comes down to it, the sport doesn't need guys that think that, you know, Mark Fidrich is the best thing that ever happened to the sport. You know, or or like, it's just it's the game is past John Smoltz by, and it's okay if his analysis is gone because it wasn't good. Like no, 
I watched him a few times. I'm not just, I'm, and mind you, like I could be saying this without any connection to John Smoltz and I could be just shitting on him to shit on him. I watched, I've watched a lot of the MLB network. Now that I have a YouTube TV, I like to throw a quick pitch on in the morning and catch up on what happened the day before. And then I'll listen to like MLB tonight, like later on in the day, which is what he was on for the most part. And he's just not very good at his job. So, you know, no. it's, it's a lot easier to say, yeah, we don't need you. Well, it's funny you bring on that, that one up. Cause I, I got a funny thing about somebody being bad at their job later too, in a, <laughs> a would you rather segment, but that's good. Okay. What's your, what's your other let's, thing? You let's go talk on. About? Yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. I want to talk about another thing outside of white Sox baseball. It's <laughs> Nick Castellanos again, making headlines. I love this guy. I, I know a lot of white Sox fans love Nick Castellanos too. He's got that chip on their shoulder on his shoulder that we all love. Um, and he's damn good. So, um, he hits two home runs and two at bats first inning, second inning off of J a Hap. Here's J a Hap again. You didn't think that we were going to talk about J a Hap in two different parts of this podcast today. (laughs) Not at all, (laughs) but here he is. And he gets, he gives up two home runs to Nick Castellanos and two at bats. And the second home run is a grand slam. So naturally he does an amazing thing. He takes his bat, Nick Castellanos. He takes his bat after he rounds the bases, gives it to a kid in the first row above the dugout. And, you know, crowds going crazy. Reds are in the, in the haunt. They want that wild card. People are feeling it. Mike Schilt of the Cardinals He's manager. the manager goes out and, and says to the umps, I want you to inspect that bat. I think Nick Cassianos is a cheater. He's the sorest of sore losers for that, by the way, such horseshit. Like he waits until the, the bat has been given into a kid that like this kid's life was just made. And then the umps have to go up and take the bat away from the kid to inspect it and be like, yeah, no, this bat's fine. And then give it back to the kid. But like all of that, just because Mike Schilt is like a sore loser about how his pitcher Jay Hap, who's objectively not very good, is giving up bombs left and right. Like, come on, dude, just we're done with this, right? I, I thought we were done with this, this brand of baseball where it's like, don't, Beat well, rules chest. are rules. Don't celebrate. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll say that. Rules are rules. So, like for example, if Castellanos's bat did have something wrong with it, maybe there may have been. You never know. Then again, maybe I'm just a boomer. Maybe you're just a boomer. Maybe I can't look past the fact that I think the world, the world baseball world, is out to get it's young stars and the guys who are willing to show personality. I genuinely do. I think baseball and, and boomers are out to get these guys and I'll go to their defense every time because I'm just sick of these guys getting told they can't do what they do on the, on the field. Like, it's just, it's just so I'm so over it. And well, well, Tommy cries a river for every multi-million dollar baseball player in the MLB and flips me off over the camera. We'll be right back. All right. Let's bring her back. Uh, Tom, I apologize if I was being short with you. You're in fine. The, in the era. Here's the deal. I'll bring it back in the era of video cameras, recording at bats that you know shouldn't be and trash can banging and sign stealing and baseballs being doctored and before that the steroid era and balco scandal and everything right i mean baseball apple watch gate in regard to buzzer gate yep in, in in the era of cheating in baseball, right? And this has been an issue for the last two decades, right? I, I understand why a manager might want to bring something to somebody's 
because you never know what a player is trying to do to gain an upper hand. Um, so while I think he might be grasping at straws a little bit, I understand your frustrations. I think it's bullshit still. Mike Schilt can die in hell for that one. Nick Cassiano's to the moon. Let's go, baby. <laughs> when, Tom, when Tommy roots for other organizations and other players more than his own. Dude, it's, leads just, it's not even true. All right, whatever. Perfectly into a would you rather segment where I have a list of five things for Tommy to choose for us to debate about and for me to drag Tommy through the mud on his poor decisions. <laughs> oh, my God. And the first one actually involves two White Sox players because we are a White Sox baseball podcast, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I have a hard time remembering that, according to Steve. We're not a San Francisco Giants, Nick Castellanos baseball podcast. (laughs) First, would you rather, Tom? Would you rather? And it's a would you rather Wednesday version, you know? Oh, I like that. Alliteration is bay. (laughs) You've been on record several times saying so. Absolutely. Got to stay on brand. Would you rather have an all day hangout with TA seven or with a boy? Oh man. I mean, it's, it's TA like it just is. It seems silly to say, I think he's got more personality. I think it's the sense of like, um, you know, in my opinion, I don't mean to be a dick, but I feel like Eloy would be the kind of guy that you're hanging out with and he's, you know, a mile wide and an inch deep. And wow, I see. I knew you were going to be pissed. Yeah. Well, Hal over here. (laughs) Okay. See, I, you put me on the spot and I told you honestly what I was thinking. I just think that TA would have a little bit more. Well, conversation to back up your your answer here i'm choosing a boy for a day i'm choosing tim for a week okay okay fair i mean Aloy like is just fun right like anyway right. okay I'll tim let you doesn't go. seem like a guy i'd go party with you know no <laughs> okay yeah true. true but tim but tim's also a guy who i feel like you would love to get to know guy who you could spend multiple multiple days with be comfortable with throughout those multiple days whereas like yeah a boy is like a a one one day yeah we had a good time it was awesome whatever he's a booster he just he's just out here there you go the vibes i feel that okay that's a that's a good that's a good answer hey you didn't give me that option it wasn't like who you want it whatever whatever man all right well there's only one option for this one (laughs) and there's only one ready answer would you rather on the 2021 roster have no marmazara back or yonder alonzo back yonder alonzo steve that's the right answer obviously (laughs) you hate me you hate me don't you here's the deal that's my what? choice as well. Wait, what? We agree. Um, <laughs> Nomar Mazzara, here's the deal. Now, has Yonder Alonso taken any plate appearance plate plate appearances, had any at bats this year? No. What is happening? that's why his war is zero. But Nomar <laughs> Mazzara has a negative war on the year. So I'm gonna take the guy with Alonso. zero. You're taking that's how you're determining you're determining based on war, and one guy hasn't played, so obviously that's better. War, baby. What is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely everything. Oh, my God. I, that is so funny. That's so bad. <laughs> Where did you come uh, up with that? Why did why the no, I don't want to know. That's a, what the no Marmazara yonder Alonzo. Thing? Yeah, why those? I was guys? thinking about two of the most disappointing. Yes. Free agent or trade acquisitions the White Sox have had in the last like three years. Yeah, that's. That's tops of the list. Right. All right. There you go. Okay. You got me. I, I mean, I would hate to have both of them to be honest. So there you go. <laughs> I wonder what yonder Alonzo would look like at the plate right now. He's been out of baseball. I like, he wouldn't be good. I don't think it, just, no, it he was, didn't play it, in 2020 either. Did he? No, it, yeah. He's just not in baseball. He probably takes BP with Manny Machado though. Hey man, he's probably taking some swings at like, and you know, like the 90 mile an hour cages at like his local mini putt, putt <laughs> place. 
<laughs> that was the most savage shit you've ever said. <laughs> I mean, that's what guys do. These, you know, I know, but retirement. Like, that's why it's even. That's why it's so savage, is because of how honest you were about it. Like you also, were dead ass, and that is hard to hear. He wasn't. He was in Colorado, and it's a very hitter friendly ballpark. But in 84 plate appearances, Yonder Alonso did have an OPS plus over 100 in Colorado in 2019. Great. Good for him. Just to put that in perspective. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to be on this Sox team. All right. Next one. Billy Hamilton Ooh. will make the playoff roster before Yonder Alonso. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> would you rather have Nick Madrigal back on the Sox or every other trade prospect slash former player traded back to the organization? So who would you rather have Nick Madrigal or every other player the White Sox have gotten rid of since the start of 2019? Dude, that's like, yeah, I'm going to take everybody else. <laughs> like. I need myself. I you 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 gave me a nice little list, or at least two guys: Dane Dunning and and Hoyer, right back in the organization. That's great. That's absolutely golden. And it's not because of Hoyer right now. It's not because of Dunning right now. It's what they could be. And I think like same goes for Madrigal. But bro, my my second my so second you're, baseman you're taking... is Cesar Hernandez, baby. You know this. So you're telling me right now that you're taking Dane Danong, <laughs> who is our age and has a less than one war on the season as a starter, spot starter, but yeah. still. No, I don't even think he was spot starter. I think they like started him, started him, didn't they? I mean, he's got 22 starts this year. Uh, okay. So maybe no, that's most that's of them. Most of, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. 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 So you're taking Dane Denong, Dunning. Yes. And Cody Hoyer over. over Nick Madrigal. Yeah, I'm probably high, but <laughs> yeah, you got me high. <laughs> I mean, like maybe if Cesar you throw Hernandez, in with, uh, baby. Cesar Hernandez. Uh, the other guy in the Dunning and and Lynn trade, the Avery is it Avery Davis? Do Ames? I have that right? Avery Weems. I don't yeah, know why yeah. I said Avery Davis. He yeah. played for like the Bears. Avery Weems. Um, yeah, he's supposed to be a stud. Um, we'll see what, what happens it? to him. Former Con sixth round pick. Is it Connor Pilkington? Is that the guy? Connor Pilkington? <laughs> we was get the him back. Cesar Hernandez. That's yeah. great. Um, <laughs> see, look at all this stuff we have now. You get a. Uh, yeah, oh my God. <laughs> There's so much depth in the minor league system. <laughs> <laughs> who's the uh bailey horn yeah you get bailey horn back dude D oh. you all missed bailey horn that's <laughs> this is just like atrocious thinking about this so you you're, you're taking nick magical in that in that deal is what i'm hearing it's not even close <laughs> that's mr 3000 right there oh in his own mind i'm yeah that's Literally one of the best contact hitters when he's healthy. Hey, he's gonna get he's gonna get all the playing time, all of it. In the Cubs I just don't know what I don't know what they're thinking. The cubes, yeah, they're making a run for it next year. You didn't didn't you hear? They're gonna retool for next year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah that's yeah it's gonna be another 10 years i just don't understand the magical horner thing like i guess horner is gonna play short we've talked about this already yeah but, but yeah. it's yeah they they fell in love with him that i he, he's of like mind to the owners of the organization because there's no way he plays third his arm is not strong or accurate no, enough to play no, third no. he's way too short to play first the hot or corner. anywhere in the outfield <laughs> Yeah, put him in the hot corner. See how he does. Holy crap. Oh, that would be that'd be fun to watch. I'll give him that. I mean, hey, hey, Moncada Moncada transitioned from second base to third base, right? Well, yeah, but he's also an Adonis. So yeah, one of the former number one prospect in baseball. He's 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 trash. Haven't you heard? Everybody thinks he's trash. Hey Tom, 
You want to gotta say to that? Hit streak, right? Or you want to say to that? What? He's a bust, though. <laughs> did you? By the way, did you see that video of my pops? No, 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 no. I'll just show you afterward. But there's a video where where we got pops saying he's a bust, though. Oh, I love it. Um, that that makes me happy. Oh, it was great. It was at the Friday <laughs> Cubs game, which was wild. Like I, I can't get over how wild that game was. Um, so so ridiculous. Same with the Sunday game. That was a shellacking, though. Yeah, Holy that shit. was ooh, 13-1. Good night. Right. Uh, by the way, it is official. The White Sox did win tonight. Um, in case ooh, we anybody the who Pirates in two games. That's right. Hell yeah. We, and here's the thing: is this team really regressing? Because we did at home just now what we couldn't do in Pittsburgh when I was there in June. So we're better. Something we're... To keep in mind, baby. <laughs> All right, next three, one. We have three starting pitchers. Steve's like, we're really good. Hey, Rodon looks solid enough tonight, baby. Solid enough. I mean, I hey, don't get me wrong. He's my goddamn guy. He's right here. There you go. Shake that bobblehead. But uh, he he didn't look perfect tonight. That's for sure. He got no, five no. with five hits. You know exactly. You know he's gonna figure it's first start back too. Yeah, from, it's. From I mean, it's. I'm Just... not. I'm not hitting the alarm bells by by any stretch. No. But uh, hey, where's my Pacifico? It's coming <laughs> next time I'm over. Eloy right. playing left a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got yeah, Rodon got with a lot of wins. I'm definitely stealing a couple of those Pacificos too because we know you can't drink them all. <laughs> That's sacrilege. Next one. Would you rather listen to A Rod call every Sox oh, game for the rest of your life or have Jerry Reinsdorf be the owner of this ball club for 50 more years? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, is a rod on the radio or TV? He's got to be. On doesn't matter. Doesn't both. No, you have to have him. Yeah, no. have to have him on both. You have to oh, have him on both. That was my out. That was my out. I was gonna. You gotta have him on both. The rest of my life. Every game. Every game you watch on Steve, TV or radio. I couldn't. I could. A rod. No, I couldn't. Or Jerry Reinsdorf ownership for 50 more years. I'm I literally will take Jerry Reinsdorf. I I would it would be Steve, it would be unwatchable. Mm -hmm. It would be so bad. (laughs) Have you heard the uh that's a really random note? The the um uh what is the Vascursion? Vascursion, the other ESPN. Vascursion, yeah. Yeah. He who I love, by the way. He's he's a great announcer. He's dealing with He's dealing with A-Rod, though. So he's got, like, you know, he's talking about whoever's at the plate. And he has, like, good analysis on him. And then he throws and then he throws it to A-Rod, basically, and is like, and now you say something without saying that, obviously. But A-Rod says something so desperately unrelated. It was like, <laughs> it was like the, it was literally, he was talking about, like, the second baseman of the other team who's not on the plate at the plate, not related to what Vescursion had just said. He's talking about how they were committed to Vanderbilt and, and Vescursion like literally waits until after the next pitch is thrown, like long ass silence. And then just says, that's a really random note. And then just that's good. Moves on. (laughs) You know, you, you know what kind of moment that is? That's a, okay moment (laughs) (laughs) exactly you're just like so now that i've retold everybody what the vascursion and a-rod exchange was most recently on espn yeah no i'm i'm i can't have steve i cannot i know jerry is bad but i cannot listen to a-rod i can't that would literally ruin every broadcast I just think this team would be so much more successful in the next 50 years without any Reinsdorf being in ownership. Dude, you grass is always greener. I, I'm not I'm not a Reinsdorf apologist. I'm going to get that on record right now. But I'll, most owners are greedy and don't want to spend a lot. And this some of them who do want to spend a lot end up owning the Mets and still not making the playoffs. So fair. I got to say this. A-Rod is owner of the White Sox, though. Okay, that. Now we're talking. Here we Maybe. go. Maybe. Partnership with, you know, their Kudru, Kudru and making up numbers. 
some ridiculous amount of money that I don't even know what it looks like. Quadrillion? Is that what you're quadrillion, trying to say? Quadrillion, sure. <laughs> Quadrillionaires. Is that a thing? I don't know, but you said K Drew. I don't know. So you I, don't... Should, I feel. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say. I'm trying to help it's you out here. Good time to move on to our last. <laughs> would you rather? <laughs> would you rather, Tom, mm-hmm. give up going to games for five years total, five years without going to the ballpark, or not have the Sox win a World Series in this contention window? Oof. Yeah. No, I want the World Series. Yeah, I'll give up. I'll give up going to the park for five five years. That would suck. Uh huh. Suck. Uh huh. But I could watch at home. You know, like I could. I could. You know, chill with my pops on the couch, or I could hang out with Kichi and and watch the game. You know, and at home, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I I like I can feel it already. I'm already wishing I was at the ballpark in the next five years. But I, I mean, dude, the I'm not it's not like I'm gonna go to the World Series anyway. I'm gonna have to watch the World Series from my couch. So Steve's got that look in his eye, like I'm gonna go to the World Series. <laughs> okay, if they make it this year, if they go all the way, I have playoff access to go to one world series game and you bet your ass I'm spending the money and going. Yeah. Yeah. I know you are. And that's like, that's so much money. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And I'm very excited for you when that does happen. When's the way I justify it is I didn't go to the field of dreams. game. (laughs) That's the way you justify it. And tickets are going to be like the same. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, it depends. It depends. It was four hundred dollars a ticket for Field of Dreams. I that's so crazy to me. That is so crazy. And you and you had to buy a minimum of two. Yeah, so that's eight hundred bucks mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. Beat hand. I hope that's literally. It. That's really. <laughs> hey, all those people who we know that were there. Wow. Well, Tom, that's it for the would Would you rather? I know that was a little heart wrenching at times. But... Yeah, man, you made me like choose to have Jerry Reinsdorf. You made me pick Yonder Alonso or Nomar Mazzara. You made me hang out with TA7 over Aloy. That's messed up, dude. All of it, all of that was bad. You're horrible for that. Yeah, I know. Like I said, <laughs> I'm the heel today. I'm not going to lie. Big time heel energy. Well, anyway, all of that is over and done with as far as this podcast is concerned. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yes, yes. It's almost 11 o'clock and I can't believe I'm still up. This is why we're a a five, four star podcast. I can't even talk. (laughs) We're definitely not a one star podcast. Unless you want to make us a one star podcast. You can you can you can do that. You can take subscribe and review. Just make sure you rate subscribe and review. (laughs) Well, Steve in Han we trust Romy Gonzalez for utility player or bust baby <laughs> have a good fucking night everybody it was way too long I loved it <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>